Hello and welcome to Pirate Side Chat. This is your host Lutz coming to you live from Pirate Discord. Uh, Pirate Discord is pirate.gives forward slash chat. Uh, you can get there pretty quick just by going to that URL. And uh, you'll be part of the crowd as well. And you can ask questions as we do these interviews weekly for the most part. And then we have uh, actual pirate updates happening monthly. Uh, that happened last week. You should check that show out. Um, you can find the shows in the show reel. So if you go to uh, weekly meeting chat and you go to the pinned messages, you'll see the show reel. Uh, go to that and you'll see all the past shows over there. The past weekly meetings, if you want to catch up with what Pirates been up to. And um, that's, a, that's about it for Pirate Talk. Uh, today we're bringing in uh, Cordal. Uh, Cordal is uh, a coin I've just been watching and uh, been testing with for quite a while now. It's been about, I think, three, three years now in the making. Is that right, Crow? Well, it's been longer than that if you include concepts, but we took over the development of Cora and started developing what would be Cordal in 2016. So, so it, it's uh, it's kind of it kind of has it's kind of built on its own network. Oh yeah, well, it, it's an infrastructure platform. Uh, it's a blockchain-based infrastructure platform that's uh, made to be utilized for all different types of purposes right now we're focused on the core functionality and the functionality of the trade portal which is cross-chain trades between any other chain and ours which right now we have bitcoin we are going to be changing that here shortly nice nice so this is croetic uh, he's from uh he's he's an old old school developer he's been around for a long time i've known him for about seven eight years now um, he's one of the old schoolers and, uh, he's, he helped me about six years ago, mine, my first burst coin. Um, <laughs> he was like, the, he was like the specialist back then. Right. So that's how long I've known him. Uh, and yep. that, that was exciting and fun. And I can't wait for another hard drive coin to actually come out a true, a true hard drive, uh, you know, the fair, fair launch and all uh, to come out uh, that still hasn't come out yet but the next coin that does something like that will be very profitable uh, but the Cordo doesn't do that yet right or does it, will it uh, we, will, we will have data storage so that you'll actually be able to utilize the data instead of just hashing things and filling your drive with hashes like Burst did um, we'll actually have data that you can then use the chain to verify and you'll be able to earn in that fashion. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds cool. I have a lot of hard drives I like to mine with. Okay. I can't mine burst anymore. It's kind of useless. Uh, so so let's let's talk about privacy. Uh, how, you know, tell me tell me your feelings on privacy. Why is it important to you? Well, I believe that individual sovereignties is the focus of Cordal, and privacy comes along with that. But at the same time, uh, we wanted to have our chain still still keep track of all the transactions like a typical chain does. So the privacy focus will be that of uh, a coin that we list to support, such as Pirate. Okay. It sounds like you read that from a piece of paper, bro. Are you fucking reading from a piece of paper? Ha! <laughs> No, no, I'm not. No. 
So you got to keep it natural. Whatever comes to mind, don't, don't worry about what you say. Uh, so, yeah, well, so, so uh, you know, privacy is important to a degree uh, in a lot of different things, right? But so, um, the focus of Cordal is to be infrastructure so that anything else can be built on top of it and utilize our chain as security and various other things, right? Well, it, you, we can utilize any chain if it's traceable, right? So, you know, what, what, how are you going to solve this problem? This is, this is the only issue I have with your, your, your coin. Is that yeah, I know. Because you, you're, you're focused on the, the traceability of the coin. Yeah. So the, the way we would resolve that in our case would be to list another coin that does the tr focus on privacy, such as Pirate. Okay. Our platform is meant to be utilized as infrastructure, which means that we're going to be partnering up with a whole bunch of different uh, platforms and people to offer services and to joint uh, venture on a bunch of different things, right? So the idea of a coin that's focused solely on security, like Pirate, being listed and supported in our UI, making it a full wallet for Pirate, as well as being able to trade it in the trade portal directly cross-chain with Court. Uh, would be what we would do to address uh, concerns for transaction privacy. Okay. So, is are you saying you could use, uh, which is what I was thinking, <coughs> you could use uh, Pirate as a, a middleman, so people could tr break the transactions. So, you, you would see, if you tried to look up a transaction and, and it went into Pirate, and then it went right. into another Cordal wallet, a different one, in different various amounts, because you you would see the inputs and the outputs, right? Uh, so it would have to go to a different wallet in different amounts, but you know from Pirate, uh, that would that would totally break the traceability, right? You wouldn't be able to trace something like yes. that. Yes. Right, that's the idea. Is if you were worried about privacy, you would you would have something like that. We could automate a service that would split the transaction up randomly too, if we wanted to do something like that. That's all doable. Um, but yeah, you would get into the privacy coin and back out of it, and then you would be off of being able to be traced, right? Yep, and then then, then you could be on your private merry way, and that also creates fungibility. So if you could automate that, utilize it somehow. I mean, even if it's optional. I would say make it not optional and make making it traceable optional, right? So there's a little checkbox if you don't want to, you know, mix it through pirate. Or split the coins or whatever, mix right. it, yeah. If, because if people don't use something by, by default, then it's it, it's not it's not for that purpose, right? But if you want it to be private. Right, so we would be, we would just natively support pirate. So we would have a wallet for pirate inside of the court UI. And you would be able to trade with, with court directly to pirate. And we could make a service that does the the mixing if you wanted to do that too. Yeah, awesome. Now I, I do I do understand you do have some security features. Um, so the the main feature I'm I want you to elaborate on because I don't fully understand is um, is is the IP address is not being linked to accounts. Right. Uh, how is that possible? Okay. So the only thing that an IP address is tied to is a node, right? So if you're using a node and you're connecting to the network, your IP address will be shown on the network so that other nodes can connect to you and synchronize, right? So in one respect, yeah, your IP address will be there. If you're connected to a VPN or whatever, you can change it. But the IP address doesn't mean anything other than that. The IP address is only there for the peers to be able to connect to each other. What we're going to be able to do in the very near future is what we had already on the Quora chain, which is called name storage. 
And with name storage, you designate a portion of the database, uh, the chain, to store data. And you, as the person creating the data, is the only person that can modify that data. You put it up on the chain, and then that's a place where you can point to for other applications, right? So if we have name storage, we put something up in that name storage location, you don't need to look up an IP address to access that. It's just a place in the database. So everyone has the database, since they're all a node on the network. They access this on their own computer, right? Okay, I'll follow you. So there's a namespace location stored in the chain. It's secured in the chain like everything else is. And you have that namespace location then on your machine too, since you share the chain. The chain is the database. And then you have a pointer that you can then go to to access whatever's put there, right? We could put a, a WebRTC application there where you right, can right, point like to that DNS location system. and communicate. Right, like exactly. So it's a name, it's a name, yeah. So we have the name registration now where you can register a name on the chain. No one else can have that name. It's totally a, a unique name that you can register, right? Now we tie name storage to that. And now there's a pointer that people can go to. So say I, I register the name Croetic. Now we have a pointer to Croetic, which is also a data location that can be utilized for an app or whatever. I see. Okay, so uh, okay, so yeah, that building is possible. Uh, let, let's go back to to the the actual IP address issue, though. Uh, so so there is, is there so if I hosted a node, a Cordal node, right? Uh, yep. And and you see my account on the outside, like you say, you, I talk to you. And you don't see you, the account, and I and I give you my address. Uh, is it possible to find that address's IP address? No, no. You can use any node to create an address. The address is not tied to anything that identifies anyone. So you can create that address. It's just a transaction on the chain. That transaction can come from any node. So there's no way to know which person made which transaction. Uh, see, that's what makes this project. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not a real technical guy, right? But, you know, I, I know a little bit enough to, uh, you know, to so in our system, whether something is going to be private or not. Right. In our system, your node IP address, all that is used for is connecting other nodes over the TCIP, TCP IP network, right? So uh, it's only there for, for people to connect to sync. Every node, it doesn't matter who's making transactions, the, the node can submit a signed transaction, whichever node it is. Okay. Uh, so so now, now, now this, in, in that now, now knowing that an account is, you know, uh, secure and it, you know, can't be traced, right? So that, there's a division there. You know, typically you could see an address as IP address on most chains. Um, so having that division there, so now, now anything you do in your account would also be just as uh, private. Right. If you decide to name yourself and register your address on the chain with your real name, then that's the only way that that address could yes. be directly associated with you unless you literally tell someone, yo, this is my address, right? And then they have to believe you other than unless you prove it, right? Right, right. So, yeah, that, that and that would be correlated to uh, you, you know, having a private identity and then, you know, going to right. Facebook and saying, hey, guys, look at my right. new identity. You know, it's, uh, you, you, you just... So going. you can create any number of addresses. 
Right. right. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you're not assigning any sort of identifying marker to your address when you're creating it. Just, you're just creating an address on the chain. And just to educate people, look, guys, uh, if you're going to do bad things on the internet, always use a separate identity for that. Uh, identity separation <laughs> is the most important piece of, uh, I guess they call it OPSEC now, right? That you could do. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're over there going on, on, uh, you know, I, I2P or Tor using your Windows computer, you, you are, you're not doing this right. Right. So you need a whole <laughs> separate computer on Linux, you know, using, uh, Tails or Unix or, or, uh, Kodashi is awesome. So, you know, and, and you, you need to do everything separately and never touch a social media account. Never touch anything from that computer, as well as having that computer on multiple VPNs. You know, so so if you're not if you're not separating your identity, you know everything you're doing is already compromised. Uh, just consider it compromised. Uh, which is you know which is why we we did come out with Pirate OS for that for you guys. So you know your wallet is always uh, not compromised. It, it adds a whole new layer of uh, of protection. And eventually, we could add even, uh, you know, we could add more more wallets to Pirate OS, bro. So, you know, even if Cordal turns out to be an up and comer, as I think it is, uh, you know, we, we could add we could add them back to us, doing them a favor, right? As uh, you know, we appreciate Crow putting it putting a Pirate on on his decks and using us for the function we we are to be. Uh, privacy right we have uh, built it we're our the utility of pirate is built in it's already baked in the cake uh, so so you know uh, a lot the first the first dex is to utilize us as a function to to anonymize transactions uh will be a solid example uh, going forward of how you know this technology is, is to be used and it, and it makes all coins fungible you know, traceable you're traceable you're traceable I mean, every every goddamn chain is traceable, per, uh, according to me. So, so only Monero and Pirate is not traceable right now. Uh, but but there's an interesting twist here with Court and the accounts and how they, how it doesn't match to an IP address. Uh, and what, what what other things what other things can you do on Court? Well, the beautiful thing that we're working on right now is modification of the core level of support for Bitcoin, right? So right now we have right now support for Bitcoin only. Um, what we're doing now is modifying the back end so that we have in this next update support for Bitcoin and Bitcoin clones um, in the core. So we'll be just be changing to have some different libraries that now we'll be able to support any Bitcoin clone easily added into our core functionality. And so that means something like pirate. Yeah, like we, you know, we've written everything from scratch as it is. Um, and now our support we have for Bitcoin was written to be support for Bitcoin. But then when we looked at it again, we realized a lot of these coins have very similar transaction creation methods and very similar things, right? So we can then create a library that represents that as opposed to representing just Bitcoin. And now we have then in the back end support for any Bitcoin clone, essentially. If they're ones that have other features that we want to take advantage of, we may have to add support for that as well. But now, with the next update, we will have support for Bitcoin and Bitcoin clones in the core by default. Nice.
Does that mean you could add Pirate easier? Yes, it does. Because Pirate is a Bitcoin clone, technically, for Zcash is a Bitcoin clone. I would have to look at the way that the transactions are created in there. If they're if they're similar to the way that the Bitcoin transactions are created, it would be straightforward. If they are done differently, then we might have to add something specific for the support of Pirate. But either way, it will be able to be done. It, it might not even be an issue, man. You, as soon as you're ready, we get Forge on the scene to help you guys out. Uh, you know, we, we get a couple other guys from here helping you out. And, you know, you should be up and running like any exchange. Uh, so far we haven't yep. had, you know, the, the people, the exchanges that actually work with us, uh, do well, right? Cause they, we, we could address concerns, right? And then you got exchanges. I forgot the names. I think both Tilly maybe where, where, you know, they, they send you a message once a day and they think that's enough, you know, as, as a problem, yeah. as a problem is ongoing. You know, people are complaining. They, they, they're like, yeah, one, one email a day is enough for these guys. You've seen how our, our team handles uh, community input and how many, many things have been fixed based on community input, and that's how we are always going to do it. Um, anybody who brings us an issue that shows uh, log files and tells us how it happened, we will find a solution and fix it. Um, we had some issues in the beginning with network stability, which we've all fixed. Um, we had some issues with the DB growing too large too quickly, which we fixed. It was actually, um, there will be other improvements actually a lot as we go on. With this. Yeah, we fixed a ton of little bugs and other little issues that were causing us to have one or the other issue. Um, and now we have a very stable network. With anything new, that could, that's just natural that, that the forking happened. Right. Uh, it's, it's actually a really common really common i mean i don't know how long you guys been here i've been here a long time i've participated in so many coins um if you know even various coin right how many how many goddamn forks bro it was a lot of them all right but doesn't mean that the, the project is no good uh it just means that you know they're developing it's showing that they're working on something so right it's a common thing. Don't don't think like forking is bad. I mean, it's bad in like a later stage if it was five and years we, old. Yeah, we addressed it quickly and now we've not seen really any of those issues anymore. I have not seen any personally. One person saw some little thing where the one block was higher than the other for some reason, but the rest of the network was still on point. So that seemed to be an individual issue. Other than that, uh, I've noticed nothing but stability. He was on a fork. Uh, yeah, I was on so like many it. forks, dude. I I, I just shut. Well, not anymore, right? Yeah, so far so good. I'm 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 kicking ass here. So. Good. Um, I just had to shut it off for the show. So, <laughs> well, that's because your computer's too damn loud. It's not our fault. We don't crank out CPU usage. You get used to it. It's just it's just white <laughs> it's white noise. You get used to it. Right. If you're a miner, you 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 know you know you're already used to it. Fans all over the place. It's the baby. I knew I was going to put myself out of business when we created minting, though, because then there's no more need for massive amounts of loud machines to crank the chain. So, you now so people, uh, only so need how, minting. How do people, so how do people mine? How do you, how do you mine portal? How, how do people get yeah, involved, so, involved and help this project along? Uh, and and you know, uh, any advice as well? Any concerns? Uh, definitely bring it to their attention. They're very privacy-minded, like we are. Uh, I know, because I, I work with them. Right. I lost track of the question in there, but... Um, How do you mind it? 
Oh, right, okay. Um, so, it's not mined in a traditional sense. It's called minting. It's a concept that we've come up with over many years of trying different things. Um, essentially, all you have to do is engage with the community. You will find uh, a founder or a level 5 mentor or higher, and they are able to sponsor you. All that means is you are on a, a temporary basis, not going to be rewarded for your minting. You're proving yourself to the network for five days, 7,200 online blocks. Once you have signed and submitted that you've participated in 7,200 online blocks, you are then level one, which means you're back off on your own again, and you create your own minting key and assign that to your node. Your node then proves that you're online, synchronized, and submits a verification for that to the network. And that's really all you need to do. We are rewarding people for running full nodes and helping to secure the chain by minting. Essentially, the underlying algorithm is similar to what Cora uh, used for POS, but weighted not based on coins. Instead, weighted uh, based on the level of the minter, right? <coughs> so the higher level minter are more likely to be a block signer. But we've also decoupled block signing and reward, so every minter is rewarded every block, regardless of who the block signer is. Okay, uh, let, let's let's get let's get down and dirty over here. Um, so, uh, is this a fair launch coin? I yes, mean, I, I, it I, was launched from zero with zero coins, and even including the ability for the people from Cora to be able to slowly transition into court. There was not a pre-mine. There was no coin that was created prior to the Genesis block. Okay. Now, now, what benefits do these Cora uh, people uh, get over the people just joining? Uh, the Cora people, since we took over the development of the Cora project, and I promised at that time to make sure that Cora people uh, who supported Cora, especially during the time when it was not on an exchange and quote-unquote dead, uh, would get rewarded for doing so and helping us keep that network alive while we did the development on Court. So those people who either were forging the Cora chain or were Cora holders are able to get into Court in one of two ways. If you are a Cora forger, you can get into Court by simply proving yourself as a Cora Folger by importing your uh, private key from the Cora network into Cordal, and then you're verified because we know how to hash the the same way that Cora does, so we can verify that your your information is correct. And then your address is then created a new Cordal address that's tied to that Cora address, and the Cora that you had in your account. Uh, will be slowly transitioned with a percentage of the block reward until you get to 250 to 1 of what you had before. If you were a forger and you forged uh, X amount of blocks, the more blocks you forged on the Cora network, the higher initial level you were given in the Cordal network. So it was uh, possible for people to enter Cordal at up to level 5, and so that's why there are some mentors that are higher level than you could be if you actually started minting on day 1, which is about level 2 right now. The people who are higher level were from Cora. Talk about how these level works, because I don't think that... Yeah. That, that's a confusing okay, thing. Okay, so that's itself. the thing. Yeah, so minting, you prove yourself online. You're helping to sign blocks and, and sign blocks into the blockchain, right? So you're essentially a miner, but without uh, continually having to hash, you're just pro proving yourself online and signing that, right? So as you do that, every block, you get uh, credited on the blockchain with what's called blocks minted. 
all that means is you were online, you had a minting key assigned, and you did the, the verification necessary to prove yourself online, and you get credited for that block. As that block's minted number increases, your level of your account also increases. As the level increases, you get more percent of each block reward given every block, and you also get higher influence in the voting system when the voting system is completed, which will be after the listing of Litecoin. That will be one of the next focuses is finishing up the voting system. So as you prove yourself longer on the network, you both get more reward financially from the block reward distributed to every block to every minter. And you also get more influence in the voting system when the voting system is fully completed. It's partially there now. Um, and you'll be able to then have a higher weight to your vote based on not anything other than your input, right? So the only way that you can gain influence on the network is by proving yourself and continuing to prove yourself person who can keep their node running and keep minting. Right, and, and, now, and now having all these minters, right, the importance to this, guys, is that there are full nodes, and full nodes we've discussed in the Vigilante is the best way to to uh, have a wallet, right? Because when there's gateway issues, you don't want to be part of that. All right, so independent verification having, on everyone's behalf, right? So if you have a full right. copy of the chain, you can verify everything independently. Very good. Yeah, and that's how it works. So, so uh, full nodes, more having more full nodes on a network, does that that decentralizes it further the network, right? It makes it stronger. Correct. Right. So, so imagine. Uh, you, you know, you, you want to also participate in benefiting a coin. You always want to do a full note uh, because now you're participating and making it stronger. Uh, that network, that, that individual chains network, right? And uh, we've taken it one step further by incentivizing you to run a full node uh, by becoming a mentor. Then all you literally have to do is continue to prove yourself a full node by staying synchronized and submitting this, the signatures that verify you online. And that's it. Right. And so this keeps you online. This keeps nodes. There, uh, more, there, there's more warranty, right? So utility plus warranty equals value, right? You'll hear me say that a lot. Uh, that's warranty. That, that tells you that that, no, that network is not going to die anytime soon. Because people are actually being uh, benefited, right? They're being incentivized to keep running that node. Uh, yep. So... It, that's a good system, and as well, I do like the transference of the old core users only getting higher levals. So yeah, I'm not doing uh, an airdrop or anything like that. There yeah. was no pre-line, nothing. Yeah, they they didn't get any coins. They just got straight up. Uh, they they have to mint just like everybody else. So their their nodes, they still have to participate. Uh, they just get a even the more founders don't get rewarded without being a minter. The founders just have to assign their founder minting right. key and they get a larger reward, but they still have to keep their node online like everyone else. And their reward right. dissipates over time. As other people level up, the reward given to the founders goes down until they all level out. Right. So so now talk to me about these founders. That's not that doesn't sound like a fair launch. <laughs> It's still a fair launch. Uh, the founders were the people whom without the platform would not have launched. They are the developers, the people who are there necessary to make sure everything gets going in the beginning. And so we're able to make the development team larger and, you know, decentralize everything much further, right? So in the beginning, there are 13 founders and they get a larger chunk of the block reward for being a mentor. They still have to be a mentor. 
um, and they get that larger chunk of the block reward until it levels out and they get uh, a maximum of 5% once everyone has leveled up to level 10. So as time goes on, they earn less and they still have to contribute and it will level out. And then in the end, the vote of the founder will be no different than a vote from any other level 10 user. Nice. Why don't you throw it's out just some there to stabilize to things in the beginning. Why don't you throw out some bounties to these guys that are listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you guys being here today and supporting Pirate and, and up-and-coming projects as well. Um, you know, you, this, this is, uh, you know, so, so basically what he's saying is that uh, there is an incentive also for, for uh, the devs you know, to stay in the project. Uh, they do get a, a, a larger amount of coins while mining, but over one year that will end, right, Crow? Uh, so it's only uh, one no, year. it's it's until everyone until the first person hits level ten, essentially. Right. So until so there's more more people that reach that level, which is how long does it take to get to that level? Um, I would have to look back. It's number of blocks. Uh, I know from level one to level five is about fourteen months. I remember off the top of my head that's all i remember i'd have to go back and look at the actual numbers to tell you the, the specific details i think we have an infographic for that somewhere okay all right so all right so the, the, so after a certain amount of time give me a second i'll get it from the wiki yeah, no problem. so as he does that guys the, after a certain amount of time the developers you know the, these founders they get just as much as anybody else at the same level uh so it's it's uh okay so total blocks minted to get uh from level zero to level 10 is four million seventy four thousand four hundred right 1440 blocks per day so you can figure out how many days by that don't measure things in time on a blockchain it's all in blocks all right well i'm gonna figure it's a, a year or two um two max i guess uh, a year? Uh, let me see. 618,400 is a, is a year, or 14 months. So it's well over four times higher than that. But as people get into the next level tier, that level tier's rewards start going to them and away from the founders. So the way that it works is, in the beginning, there's only people up to level five to start. All the other level tiers that exist that don't have people in them, that extra reward goes to the founders. As the people level up to those uh, level tiers and get to the next level tier, then that starts going to them and not to the founders anymore. So, so how about the concerns of founders holding too much? Uh, I haven't really had a lot of those concerns brought to my attention, but is, is ultimately that, the idea is, is that, that the founders in the beginning... Uh, I don't consider it one, but um, if it is one, people might let me know and we can discuss that. But I think that the whole concept is that at the beginning, that the platform is going to need a little bit more help. And so the founders who are getting more coin are going to be the ones who uh, provide that help, right? So they'll be the ones giving out coins to people, getting them in. They'll be the ones doing the majority of the sponsorships to get new mentors. They'll be the ones uh, providing the funding for marketing and all those kinds of things and doing their own projects and trying to help bring benefit to Cordal in any way possible. And so they'll have the extra coin with which to accomplish that. And then as time goes on, that should be less and less necessary and they'll get less and less uh, at the same time, right?
Okay. All right. So, so uh, as as a as a as a founder, uh, I have about as a founder, say. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Someone's echoing. I'll say, hey. Okay. Okay. I think he's asking a question. No. Yeah, if he has a question. Oh, good. What's the question? I thought he said that. I, I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, so you broke my my train of thought over there, but um, what what, was, what were we talking about? Uh, the amount of coins that people are holding, right? The, yeah, so I, I have essentially I have, the founders in the beginning are obviously going to hold more, I'm but a, the idea I, is that since they're founders, they're going to help right. you know I've get the coin out there. For, I've been doing marketing for a long time, uh, way before I came into pirate. Uh, I've been doing radio and all sorts of things. You guys know me. Uh, those of you that know me know me. Uh, so. Uh, you know, Crow has been trying to get this off the ground for a long time, uh, and this is this is what he's been working on for a really long time. And he's like an old school dev friend of mine. Uh, so, so I'm also a founder, as I've been testing this with him for years. Um, and I have about nineteen thousand, maybe I have more than that because I've been buying off the exchange. So you guys could go to the exchange within the wallet. And also buy pretty cheap as well. They're, they're really they're really cheap. Some people, I guess, need money for uh, electricity and rent and stuff. So you know, I, I would take not. advantage. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's it's a market. Yeah, it's so the beginning of the platform. It makes sense to sell at whatever price it makes sense to sell at for whoever they're doing it for, right? So you know, I'm not you know trying to pressure anyone into holding the coin if they want to sell it or they need the money. They can do it, right? Uh, the whole idea so is let, that this is individually market, controlled. Right. Well, let the market the market controls its value. So if that's its value right now, that's right. what it is. Oh well, right. and it, I get it because right now there's the issue of the offline orders still showing up on the on the order book, so that the uh, the order can't fully complete and it has to refund, and that takes a lot of time on the Bitcoin network. So it it leads to people not necessarily wanting to put their coin there at this point. So. It is what it is. Um, with the addition of Litecoin comes also the additions of a uh, thing we're calling presence, which will allow only online orders in the trade portal to be displayed so that any order that's there can be completed. So that will alleviate all of the issues with um, people having to get refunded and whatever and it taking time. Right. And guys, this is an actual DEX on Cordal. Uh, yeah, this it, is not a this is not a token proxy dex. No, it does a real cross chain trade between the coins involved. Yeah, uh, and, and that, that's a true that's a true dex, guys. So this is real technology yeah. uh, coming forth. Uh, Using Bitcoin to lock funds and Bitcoin to lock funds in our smart contract uh, on the court side, and then uses that to do an actual cross chain trade. So there's no uh, gateway in between that can do anything, right? You're literally trading from one chain directly to the other. Right. Yep. And it also has a chat in there. So whatever you do on your account is not linked to your IP address, remember? So uh, keep that in mind. So you can do anything on these accounts and stay anonymous. Uh, tell, tell me about that chat. Uh, can we make this other one? Yeah. Who, who, 
Who is that talking? Bolo? Bob. Bob. What about Bob? All right. Okay. So, yeah, as a demonstration of what at least some of the base level of the technology can do for Cordal, I wanted to have at least a simple communications app that we could then use to demonstrate some of the stuff that we'll be able to do in the future, right? So what we did initially inside the UI is provide an app called QChat, which uses a new transaction type and a memory hard POW algorithm to actually send messages as opposed to using a transaction fee and still prevents uh, spam at the same time, right? So when you're a new user and you come in and you send a message in QChat, what you're doing is hashing uh, a memory hard POW algo before you send a message. You can send a message then for free with a TX type that never gets confirmed, so it's instant and it disappears after 24 hours. So you have a completely decentralized, blockchain-based, real-time chat with no money necessary in order to use it, even fractions of coins not necessary at all, Coming in as a brand new user with no coins, you can still use the chat. And we're going to expand the chat functionality to have voice and video with the name storage and WebRTC utilizing name storage so that there's no uh, connection between IP addresses necessary. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting what happens with QChat in the future. We will also be turning it into a fully functional wallet so that you can utilize uh, commands in QChat to actually issue wallet commands and stuff like that too. Tipping and things like that will be built in as well. Um, and caching more on the client side so if you decide to you can uh, keep your messages longer uh, on your individual device um, as opposed to the, the default of the 24 hours expiration. I feel like I just read the brochure. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I like to explain things. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. So, um, so you what, you have decentralized storage. You have a lot of things coming now. What's functional today? What can people play right with now? Today if they were to download. I mean, these yeah. are all future things, possibilities. Which is why I watch your project and why I work with you. Um, you know, but, but, you know, these people can't play with this stuff today. Let's talk about what they can play They with can today. play with QChat today. Um, so QChat and the Trade Portal are the two applications that are fully functioning now. Um, albeit the Trade Portal needs those enhancements that we're adding to it and uh, getting Litecoin there will make it faster, cheaper. It'll actually be cheaper than a centralized exchange at that point to trade uh, from Litecoin. So... We have the Trade Portal and we have QChat as the two apps for demonstrating what the technology can do at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff that we're talking about doing, but those two things right now are the main focus. Um, obviously, the main network works, minting works, uh, reward shares work, re name registration works. Um, you can use your name registration right now as a username in QChat. You can also use it to oh, receive coins. Dude, if, if there's a yeah. pirate wallet in there, uh, can I just send it to you know Joe Schmo and he'll he'll receive my, yeah. my pirate? So we can have labels. Uh, yeah, we could make that happen. Yeah, we could make that happen. Yeah, yeah. So any of the functionality that's there in the API, which is a huge list of stuff already, 
uh, is there available to use. The UI takes advantage of a few of the things right now and makes it usable uh, on the front end so that users can make use of it. Uh, there's a lot more there existing in the API right now. Assets, asset trades, uh, a part, part of the voting system. Um, you can look at what the API can do if you have a court node installed, just go into localhost and port 12391. You'll be able to see the API documentation page, which you'll see a very extensive API that can essentially do uh, anything that Ethereum can do right now. Um, and we will have a lot more features in the very near future. I suggest, I suggest anybody uh, go to the API when downloading this. If you're a developer and you want to check it out, you want to see something impressive? Look at the API system behind this monster. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty it's, awesome API. It's really extensive. Uh, so if you're into that stuff and you're a developer, you want to check it out. It's it's very impressive. Uh, and anybody who comes into court from this community, I will gladly donate them coin and make sure that they get sponsored if they want to become a mentor. Just let me know you came from this uh, community here and I will take care of you. Word pirates, guys. So he's hooking up the pirates. If you get the core installed and get the UI installed, get it synchronized, you can do it on QChat. Just send a message to Croetic, um, and it'll get to me. Uh, or you can jump into our Discord. Uh, now, now, now remember, there was a there was a coin where the idea came from. I forgot the name of it. Uh, it was about uh, and and everybody in business knows that word of mouth is the best promotion, right? So yep. look at it from a marketing point of view. Word of mouth is the best promotion. Somebody says, yo, check this out. You got to check this out. This is the bomb, right? He's going to check it out. He's your friend, right? So that, that's word of mouth excitement is, is the most fiery thing you could do at the moment. Now, the way this is built on is word of mouth, right? So if you want to join in, you got to be my friend, right? Uh, you can't just find it and participate in minting on this network. You have to know somebody, right? So tell a friend to tell a friend type of thing. Right, so, so if you know you know somebody like me, uh, I could get you. I could get you uh, sponsored. Uh, you know, and you only need that sponsorship for the first seventy two hundred online blocks. Once you've done that, you're independent. Right. Yeah. So, so once once you're independent, you know, you could you're free to uh, be independent. Uh, but you got to know somebody, right? So it's pretty cool. I really like the idea behind that because you know the way things are going, we want to try to keep certain people out. Right, uh, it's you know certain certain people that are not in the circles of of crypto, uh, so it really brings us together. I think stronger in a way of growing, as well as you know I wouldn't give uh, two three accounts to the same person. That's just fucked up, right? I I know not to do that, right? So so you you in a way help build the network. Your your you know we build it up with the strong crypto morals first, and then we let it run because after a year. It really wouldn't matter how many nodes there are because everybody participating will get a lesser share and uh, they would still be earning. So you're just contributing to the network by adding more nodes to it. So, you know, go for it, right? Uh, and I just got a question in text that I'd like to address here. Um, he asked what type of hardware is required to be a node. And that's one of the main things that sets us apart 
is you can literally run a node and we've developed a custom kernel uh, all the way down to the kernel level for the Raspberry Pi 4 which we're making into our generation 2 Cortector device. Um, we have two different ver versions of uh, ARM based uh, node. One of them is a router and the other one is just meant to be a node and it's a full desktop, supports dual monitors, a bunch of other cool shit. Um, all on a device that takes 5 watts of power. So you can run a Cordal node on anything from a Raspberry Pi up to a super amazing server. It really doesn't matter. It makes no difference to the network. Um, all that you have to be able to do submit your transaction signature proving that you're online. So anything as low as an ARM device, Raspberry Pi, if you have a Raspberry Pi 4, I can give you the image for our custom kernel that's built specifically to run Cordal and runs everything in 64-bit. It's really, really cool. Um, and yeah, you can run it on anything, man. Anything, normal computer, Windows, Mac, Linux, all of them are supported. It's uh, Java, so it's natively cross-platform on the core. Our UI has an installer for every single operating system. Uh, yeah, we, we support everything. Awesome. Awesome. So, so guys, this is, this is an up-and-comer. I don't want you to take it too seriously. I just, I don't take it too seriously. Sorry, Crow. Uh, ah, shut up. But every, every once... <laughs> but I, I take a look at a gander at it and I keep an eye on it because I, I, I want yeah, yeah. to make sure, you know, I'm in the privacy-related projects. All right, so uh, this is a privacy project uh, as well, uh, especially if they use us to be fungible. Um, it's, it's, I've been watching this guy work for a long time, uh, so he's, he's, he's really, he's really pirate-minded. Um, but, you know, that being said, uh, Crow, uh, any, any, uh, any other, you know, we're going almost an hour here now. I just um, encourage everyone to take a look at the platform. Get it installed on your Raspberry Pi. Get it installed on your desktop. Get it installed on your laptop. Check it out. Uh, look at the API. Look at what we can do. Look at what the UI does already and some demonstrations of applications that can be built. In the future, we will be able to launch uh, assets with our own chain, and that chain can then be directly used to run applications since we use a SQL-style database for our chain, which I think is the only chain I've seen that does that. So we can quite literally use the chain to run an application. Um, in the future, I'll have the op option to launch a separate chain with an asset that you can also start at zero and have it minted. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm, that I'm adding for the future, but right now, even with what we have in the API, we have a whole hell of a lot more than most APIs have. Check it out. That's what I say. Check it out. Get in touch with me if you need anything, sponsorship, uh, kernel for the Raspberry Pi 4, if you want to run our image, uh, you know, anything, just let me know. Awesome. That's Croetic, guys. So, you know, jump on, uh, what's the website? Cordal.org? Yeah, Cordal.org, yeah. So it's like Portal. And then the Git, I just, yeah, I just posted the Cordal.org, and then there's wiki.cordal.org, which has more information, uh, and I posted the GitHub uh, for the releases page for both the core and the UI in the meeting chat there. And and, and uh, keep in mind, guys, uh, we're, we're taking a different avenue now. I, I, I didn't announce this, but Here's some new news. Uh, pirate decks will only take pi uh, anonymous coins, fungible coins. Uh, so that only leaves Monero and Pirate at this point in time. Uh, if other coins like Court uh, start using us to be fungible, they will also be added to our decks. Uh, so uh, Pirate decks uses subatomic swaps, guys. That's very similar to exactly the way 
a quarter works. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye on that, guys. Uh, you know, the, the system wants to uh, kick out privacy coins. Uh, that's okay. Let them. Uh, because we'll, we'll just build our own environment and, uh, and accept them and not accept any traceable coins. And we'll just kick it back the other way around because we, we need a yin and, yin and a yang, right? There needs to be a resistance or else, you know, people will take over as they've been doing for years and, uh, and taking away people's rights and freedoms. But yeah, I'm sorry, I go on a rant every once in a while, Crow. Um, no worries. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it's, it's freedom is the most important thing for us. Uh, there needs to be a resistance. They've taken away too much over too Individual much. sovereignty is our focus in providing a new infrastructure for a completely secure internet. Sounds like you're reading off a piece of paper, bro. You Every time, right? I don't know. No, I'm reading off of yeah. my head, man. I did kind of come up with a lot of the concepts and stuff, so I kind of know it a little bit. All right, very cool. All right, guys. So I, I I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I'll open it up to questions on the floor. You guys, everybody in here. There's about I don't know, thirty people in here, something like that. Uh, feel free to ask questions on on the on the setup, the system. You know, privacy questions especially are welcome because uh, that's what we focus on. Yeah, and as soon as the deposit I made to the bot, we have a bot in Discord too that handles court. So if you do court.help, you can get all the commands for the bot. We have a uh, gambling game in there and some other stuff and tipping and raining. As soon as my uh, deposit clears into the bot, I'll rain out a bunch more coins on you guys. Uh, that's an another. So what is it? Is it slow? Is court slow? Uh, if you consider confirm block in one minute slow, then yeah. I would say no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, bro. You know, I got, I got <laughs> shit I got to say I don't like about, about court. You know? This is, it, if, right. I, if I'm saying it, everyone's saying it. Yeah, somebody's asking how uh, it's obtained, which we talked about. But, uh, yeah, we have a completely different system that we call minting. Um, that's based on time and proving yourself online and being a full node. You have a minting key assigned to your full node. You use a key to sign a transaction that proves yourself online, and that's all you have to do. So you run a full node, and you assign a minting key, and then you're a minter, right? And every block reward is distributed to every minter, regardless of who the block signer is. The block signer is more likely to be a higher-level minter, just for security reasons, um, but the, the reward, it doesn't matter. Whether you are... Uh, finding a lot of blocks or not, you're going to get rewarded every block regardless. You get a set percentage based on the tier that you're in. So levels 1 and 2 is a tier, 3 and 4 is a tier, and so on. As you increase in level, you increase your tier and you share a higher percentage of reward. So as you level up, you earn more. As you level up, you have more influence on the network. It's like a video game. Yeah, exactly. That was the idea. Keep your node running longer than the next guy, and you'll level up faster than him. <laughs> well, eventually, if somebody just asked me that question, too, is there a bonus for running the same minting key on multiple nodes? Yes, that will be yes. in the future. Right now, there is not, but that is definitely something that we are going to do in the future. Well, redundancy, right? So if you Yeah, you can do it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can keep your minting key assigned on multiple nodes right now for redundancy reasons, but they were talking about rewards being higher, and yes, we will have something like that to further incentivize running one key on multiple nodes, and if you get more 
for blocks that you've actually signed, you'll get a bonus for that. So, yeah. I have one at my mom's house. I have one at my, uh, my, my father-in-law's house. And I have one at my house. So I have three redundant nodes. I know my shit's never going down. Right. And that's what I do as well. Yeah, that's just part of testing. Father's house too? What? <laughs> he said he does that as well. I said, you know, oh, you have yours in yeah. Father's house too? Hell yeah, I blow fuses over here, bro. I don't have enough fuse boxes. I have mining going on over there. Got mining going on everywhere, man. Let me borrow your electricity. Oh, there's another question that was asked I'd like to answer. They said, is there a cap on the coin? Um, no, there is no cap on the total amount of coin. There is a cap on the inflation rate. So right now the, the block reward is five coins per block. That will decrease every six months until it gets to two coins per block where it will stay unless it's voted a change, right? So you'll be able to vote at the end of the, the period and you'll be able to either increase or decrease. The lowest it will ever be is one and the highest it will ever be is ten. So if it gets voted uh, and it goes up, it will go up a maximum of one coin per uh, change. And that will happen uh, basically at every year. So right now the limit is only on the, the block reward, right? So it'll decrease until it hits two. And, and then from that point on, we'll, we'll vote on whether it needs to go up or down or stay the same. Right. And that's voted on. And again, the voting, right. It's voted on by everybody and the level of your account is what decides the weight of your vote. So the people who've been contributing for longer get a higher weighted vote. Right. It's not about the amount of coins you hold. It's about right. how long you Yeah, vote. the amount of coins means nothing. Right. It's all about the blocks minted. So the, the blocks you've proven yourself a full node and online. It's a great system. I wish Komodo would adopt, adopt that type of system. Yeah. It, it, it took quite a while to make it work. And yeah, it, it was... Uh, a lot of effort, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we really like it. Yeah. Hey, listen, people who participate are, are the golden communities, you know? They start feeling right. left out because some guy with a lot of money jumps in and wins a, a, you know, a vote because he's got a lot of money. It feels like shit for the people that have been there lo longer, contributing longer. So I've seen it firsthand, you know, and, uh, you know, a system like this makes more sense. Maybe, maybe and right now, the, the trade portal does work, but as I said, there's the issue where offline sellers... Uh, so what we've done is we've automated the cross-chain trade process by providing a system on each individual's machine in their node that automates the transactions necessary to create the cross-chain trade. So if you create a sell on the network, the AT, the smart contract, is there on the chain, but the pairing trade bot on your machine could be offline, right? So that, that would be the only way that the trade wouldn't go through is if the person selling doesn't uh, keep their node online. So the next update, we have presence, which will only show the online orders, and that should make it so the trade portal is 100% guaranteed every time. I just love the fact that you're talking about development, right? So there's these yeah, coins that have great ideas and have a lot of uh, talk, but they're not developing anything. right? Coins that are actually working on development, Right and uh, have guys working on stuff. I mean, that's the real, the real grassroots, the real meat and potatoes. I mean, what, what's a coin that has a you know a billion dollar price cap but has no developers? It's nothing, just a bunch of marketers.
that's another thing too. Our GitHub will actually be built on top of Cordal in the future too. So we will be getting away from utilizing GitHub completely. Our Git will actually be on on our platform. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's a it's a new coin, guys. They're still working stuff out. Uh, it hasn't been very stable for me. Uh, but you know, every every week I give it another try, and uh, as of the new version, say that again, because I don't think I've seen anyone complaining it's, about stability. It's been working the last couple of weeks. We've been doing yeah. So be quiet. I got it, fucking guy. <laughs> We're trying know, to get people to join, not trying to scare them away. Guy. <laughs> I I gotta be honest with my these are, these are my people. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yes, we did have yeah, some stability issues, but coming up with something brand new from scratch and launching and expecting it to be perfect from the start is kind of ridiculous. Of so, yeah. Every Even Bitcoin had its issues. This, they, they all do. All, all new technology has issues. It's new. Right? That, that's the fact. It's new. So. Yeah, it's, it's about four months now that we've actually been live. And since then, you can go back through the Git and see how many damn updates we've done and every single detail. And look at our code base if you understand any of that because then you'll see how much work has actually gone into this platform. Yeah, and I and I know I know you've put a lot out of pocket. I know you're you're yeah, a broke easily three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, so you know I've I've known I've known Crow for a while. Uh, he's a hustler. There's a lot of hustlers here in in uh, in crypto, uh, but there's good ones and then there's bad ones, right? There's good ones that contribute to crypto and make it better, and then there's you know the, the scammers, of course. Um, you know, Crow has never been a scammer to me. Uh, to anyone, he's, but yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just, well, there's a lot of FUD out there. And, you know, and... You know, yeah, I don't think any of that's even there anymore. I think even Google got projects, tired of it and removed a lot of it. Because it's nonsense. Projects fight. Projects, even internally, they fight all the time. I can tell you firsthand. So... Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we have some of that going on, there's, too. There's evil feelings. People try to hurt each other. We've seen it firsthand. But but I I've known you know I could speak to the person he is uh, he's got a lot of great ideas uh, he he puts them into play he knows a lot of uh, great developers and uh, he's passionate in fighting for freedom as well so individual sovereignty for the win Any more oh questions? yeah that's another thing too we have uh, auto updates I don't know if there's anything else that does that. Well, we have a, concern, a isn't it? Anything that pings back yeah. to mom? Well, yeah, there's no mom here. So the way it works is there's a group on the chain called developer group, right? And if you're added into that group, it means you're a developer and you've contributed to the code base. Right now, there are a core set of developers in there. And that group then does essentially what it's basically a multi-sig transaction. Uh, but every single uh, member of the group gets a chance to approve the auto-update transaction on the chain, and they must do that with 60% of the developer group before the update will be uh, pushed out. So the developers have to agree before any update can be done. And there's no centralized group. It's just a group on the chain that, that consists of developers. It has to be a developer. Otherwise, how are they going to understand what they're looking at, right? So the developer group then decides, based on transactions and signed transactions on the chain, whether the update goes out or not. Nice. All open source. Yes. Everything, everything I've ever done is open source. Yeah. <coughs> All right.
And of course, you can disable auto-updates if you want to, but there's really no point in doing that unless you like having an older it's a nice, version. It's a nice running. feature. You know, you know how many people forget to do wallet updates? It's actually beautiful to have. Right, exactly. I wanted to, event, I wanted to prevent that kind of situation from happening, because I've done it myself before, where I stayed, and I didn't notice a, a coin had updated a bunch of different times, and then by that time, they had forked to another chain, and I lost a bunch of the coins because I didn't keep up with it, right? In our system, that wouldn't be possible. If you kept your node running, and you had auto-updates turned on, you would be updated. Uh, it's, it's something to get excited about, guys. Remember, all coins are no coins are fungible until they're proven. Uh, no coins, yet yeah, no coins are fungible unless proven unfungible. Um, unless proven fungible, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> like uh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. So good so try. Good try. Any coin could become fungible by by just. Uh, you know, using, using, uh, it's not just a mixer like the old school days, using real tech like pirate to make it, to make it fungible again. So, so nobody gets hurt from done actions that have been done actions that have been done with that currency in the past. It, it doesn't affect you. Now it's in your hands. So just like gold, right? If, if you buy gold from, uh, from somebody who did something, you know, got it from a bad place. You know, and you bring the gold into a bank, you know, and they look at the serial number, uh, they'll probably tell you this was used, to, you know, it was robbed from a bank at one point in time, right? But but gold doesn't work like that. You could melt that gold down. And you could go sell it at any jewelry store. And and they, they will have no idea where that gold came from, right? So that's fungibility. A currency, gold is currency. Gold is real currency. If you're a libertarian, you know that. Um that's real currency gold, and it has to have this unique property of fungibility, right? So as long as your coin is fungible, it cannot be traced, uh, that makes your coin just as good as gold. Uh, that's just my opinion, guys. I'm a researcher. This is not financial advice. Make sure we get that on the recording. Too. People are asking yeah. questions about minting and stuff. I'm I'm just answering in text right now. So, okay, well, answer. Feel free to answer a lot. Of yeah, they're they're asking how the the signature the node needs works. So, uh, as a new user coming in, you want to be a minter. As I said here, I will sponsor anyone that comes from this community. Um, I only have you know a certain amount of sponsorship slots available. I have a few accounts from Cora that are on level five, so I can use those too. But um, there may be a slight waiting period, a couple days. Um, so just keep in touch with me, um, and I'll sponsor everyone that comes from this community. So what you need to do is I will ask you for your account's public key, which comes from the settings top right in the UI, and you can see your public key. You'll copy that public key and you'll send it to me. Then I'll give you back what's called a sponsorship key, which is actually another key pair that's created on top of the chain that's representative of a relationship between one account and the another, right? So in this case, my, my account would be the minting account, and you would be the sponsored account. For 7,200 blocks, you use that key, which proves that you're being sponsored by me. Then after 7,200 blocks, you become level 1. 
Then you create your own minting key by putting your own public key into the reward share and creating a 0% reward share to your own public key. That then creates your minting key. Then you assign that to your node and you're minting forever. So you only need to worry about getting the sponsorship key, assign that for the first 7200 blocks, then you become level 1 and it'll say so at the top left of the UI. Once you've become level 1, you create your minting key and that's all you need to do. Then your minting key can be assigned to any number of nodes um, and you're good to go. As far as the utility of the coin, right now we're focusing on the trade portal aspect, but that's just phase two of the launch plan. Um, on the next phase, we're going to be implementing the data storage so that we will be able to do web hosting, application hosting, data storage. Um, and eventually, we're looking to be infrastructure for a blockchain-secured internet. Those are all just words to me right now, right? I don't yeah, want to I, know. I don't. I, I don't want to. Right now, we have the trade portal. Okay, we have a cross-chain trading system that's automated and uh, it trades directly cross-chain with no extra fees and no person in between. I just want to know what I can do today. What you can do today is use it for communications, uh, completely encrypted, secure, free blockchain-based communications and so trading. Well, yeah, social media is coming with the, the namespace uh, or name storage edition, so then we'll be able to do blogs and stuff like that. Um, but right now, communications, uh, as in uh, text-based communications right now in QChat, which is uh, obviously encrypted when you do it party to party. In the group right now, the messages are encoded but not encrypted. We will have group encryption so that group messages are uh, also fully encrypted, but we do not have that implemented at the moment. You can still do group messaging, but just know that those messages are able to be read by a pull of the API and a decrypt with the base 58. Um, but yeah, right now, communications, person-to-person, uh, -person, fully encrypted, free, uh, utilizing a memory hard POW algo instead of a transaction fee. Uh, and the trade portal to be able to do directly cross-chain trades between court and any other coin. Right now, we'll have the trade portal uh, trading Litecoin. We're going to switch the existing setup we have now on Bitcoin and trade it to Litecoin so that we'll have a direct cross-chain trade with Litecoin. Then we will work on additional uh, markets so that we can have multiple markets in the uh, UI in the trade portal and have support for other coins like Pirate and others in the future that are voted on when the voting system is finished. Yeah, and uh, and guys, uh, if I, I had somebody ask me, uh, how how do you buy the coin? Uh, you you have to you have to kind of wait. It's still a new coin, uh, but you can buy it within the platform you can itself. Yeah, yeah. You can use the trade portal to trade Bitcoin directly for uh, court right now. Um, but the issue is, is that some of the, the trades on the sell side might not have an online pair of the trade bot on the user's end. So we're fixing that in the next update with the presence thing so that it will only show online orders. But it does work if you uh, get an order that actually has an online trade bot, which it's rather annoying, but it does work. Yeah. I did. I did. I did grab a few a couple weeks ago, so okay. I was able to. Buy and them. I can point you to a couple orders that I can list from the developer group if you have a specific number you want to purchase. I can list it up there, and you can see how it works. But the next update will bring Litecoin and only online orders, so that everything will be faster, cheaper, and guaranteed to work. So I think that's really the main update that's going to really give us a live market. 
If you guys see this coin traded anywhere, I know there's some scam exchanges out there. Yeah, there's a couple that have already tried to get to us. Uh, so do not use any of the centralized exchanges. Yeah. Uh, those, those keep in mind those are fake coins they're trading with on those exchanges. They're, they're scam exchanges. Uh, you'll never be able to get your coins out. Uh, don't if you see court traded anywhere, it's only it's only traded inside its own platform. Right. We only want to keep the trades completely cross-chain. You should never have to uh, relinquish control of your coins in order to trade them, and that's the whole idea behind the trade portal. It's just a warning, because I know there's a BTC Max. Yeah, that's definitely uh, a scam. It's, yeah. a, it's a scam, dude. It's impossible. And they're specifically that, targeting that Portal, so if that tells you anything, then there you go. Well, it's, it's also impossible to have that amount of coins that they're showing on the, on the volume. So they're showing volume... People buying and selling. I don't know. Who's uh, yeah, it's all botted volume it's, between it's, their own accounts. It's all fake. Yeah. Talking about scams, if I can cut in, if this is all right. Sure. Um, L E M M E coin. Is that a legit exchange or is that a scam? Have you heard of that? Never heard of it. Yeah, if I okay. haven't heard of it, man, I, I would be wary of it. Don't, don't do it. I'm completely 100% new. I've only ever encountered i shouldn't say encountered i only just got involved in crypto back in june july somewhere around there um maybe not even that long ago really um so i was just curious i was i'm just doing doing as much yeah, research as i what can what is it l-e-m-m-e -E? yeah it's like oh, lemme coin like like lend me but like they lay out the uh, yo let me have some coin yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now that you say it like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you got yeah. it. Let me get 350. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> why are you going to get that line that's yeah. 350? <laughs> Do they have an announcement? I don't even see an announcement for that, dude. That sounds like a scam. I wouldn't even touch that shit. No, for sure. All right. That's good to know. I appreciate that. I just was really curious. I've been... Yo, 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 for you, for you new guys, stick to the old school. All right, don't don't be wandering off in DeFi land without a without a rope. Someone was asking about needing uh, the UI for minting. Uh, you do not need the UI for minting. You can run it on a headless machine. You can pretty much do anything without the UI. The UI is just there as a method of uh, helping people to manage their keys and helping people to initiate transactions easily so that they don't have to actually, you know, create the transaction, sign the transaction, submit the transaction for processing, and so forth. So it just does all that for you. So you can do everything without the UI, though. The, the way it should be, it's actually proper that like, that way. Right. And the UI is just a user interface. That's why it's called a UI. It's literally just a user interface. Uh, it, it comes along with encrypted passphrase management for you so that you can manage your keys there. Uh, everything is always encrypted, even your backup copies. We never give the seed phrase out so that you can't accidentally save it and get your account jacked that way. Um, we've taken some steps to make sure that everything is really easy to use. The, the account creation process is literally simpler than any other account creation process I've ever seen, blockchain or otherwise. So um, we've made sure that it's really easy to use, and that's what the UI is for. Uh, 
when you register a name, someone's talking about the username in the chat. So, okay, so the way you get a username in the chat, when you first sign up and you come in as a new user, you'll just be your wallet address, right? When you talk, you'll, you'll talk as your wallet address. When you uh, get .001 court, which I'll give everyone here who comes in at least five court for coming, uh, then I, then you'll take .001 of that court and use it to register a name on the chain. Once you've registered a name, you own that name. No one can own a name like it or that name uh, ever again. You are the owner of that name. Even if they try to t change things and make a lowercase l into an i, things like that, we've addressed all of that. So there's no way that you can have an account with the same registered name or any registered name that looks like it, right? When you register a name, you own that name, and that name becomes both a username and also in the future, when we get to the data storage and hosting, it will be a domain name, essentially, on the platform as well. There will be no .coms and nonsense like that. It's literally just a name that's registered to an account. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, this is, look, guys, this is still in its maturity. But I want you guys to keep in mind uh, the supply of this coin. What is the supply of this coin? And, and it, this is just talking tokenomics, guys, for you uh, investor types. Yeah, there's no, um, there's no cap to the total amount of coins. There's only a cap on the block reward. So right now the block reward is five. It will decrease until it hits two, at which point it'll take over. Uh, the voting system will take over in deciding whether it goes up and down or stays the same. So um, right now the, the plan is to, until we get the voting system finished, uh, the block reward will decrease by 0.5 every six months until it reaches two, at which point a vote will take over and decide whether it goes up or down. So that's roughly something like six million coins in a year, guys. Uh, right now, we have a million coins in existence, and we've been live what since July. Right. So think about how small the amount of coins are yeah. on this on this on this uh, chain. And, and if you compare what we why, can do versus that, right, yeah. Think about the early days of having Verus, and you know, even even Pirate, I guess now with the with the little bump we got, it's still early for Pirate though. Um, but, you know, think about back then, you know, when, when you were able to actually make a few coins in the beginning. I mean, this is now, now's the time to jump in. Now's the time to, to, to mint, mint a few coins. And, and in a year from now, two, two years from now, this becomes something. You could be like, yeah, I was there. I was minting it from the beginning. You know, I heard it from Lutz. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I mean, you, you never know, you know. Yeah, another thing uh, somebody was asking about is the name registration. Okay, so right now name registration is limited to one address, right? So you can create a new account and use that specifically to register a specific name. The only thing we don't want people to do is have multiple minting accounts. Uh, multiple other types of accounts is totally fine, and you can use them for any any purpose you see fit. Um, but yeah, if you are going to register a name, you register one name per account. So you'll create a new account if you want to register another name. Otherwise, we can't tie that name to addresses and so forth. So we want to keep it to one, one name per account, but you will be able to create multiple different accounts if you want to own different names. So yeah. Yeah, the, the minting account and a regular account are, are also the same, but different things, guys. So you can minting account. One minting account. 
But in right. the that's the one that levels up right now in the current system, but there will also be other leveling methods created in the future, so ones that will not require you to be online all the time. You can, uh, like, if you're a good content provider or things like that, that will be added in so you can level up in different ways. But as of right now, the only way to level up is minting. Right, and that, that always focuses on a node, guys. So a node always has to be live right. to mint. So, so he's incentivizing people to have more nodes more nodes, more nodes, and, and how does this benefit technology? Um, and, and this is why Pirate, and I, I don't think I've mentioned this, but Pirate OS will have Cordal on it as well for this, this reason, is that it will have access to tons of nodes. And, uh, and think about all the technologies out there that, that improve upon having more nodes, right? Tor, I2P, IPFS, right? The better, right. The, the, more, the more nodes they have, this is just the way it works. The more decentralized it is, and the stronger it is, right? So it's Correct. just a, it's just Pirate OS is just a place where we're going to combine all of them into one, and have uh, and have them all gain each other's strength of uh, of you know different communities. All of them combining into one community and, and giving with everybody ours trying to be amount of nodes. With ours trying to be infrastructure, the whole idea is that, like, think of it in terms of the DHT torrent network, right? Uh, when you're looking for a torrent, you want to have as many seeds as you can get, right? So the same idea will take place, and our data storage system will transmit data in a very similar fashion. So the more people holding that data, the more peers for the data, and, and so forth, right? So we're, we're establishing our network right now. We're establishing it. We're growing out the amount of peers that we have, and then eventually those peers will be able to decide whether they want to become data storage providers and earn extra from doing that and level up from doing that as well, or be a content provider, and they can just make a blog, and if people like it and they upload it, then they will, they will earn and level in that fashion too. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up in the future. Right now, it's focusing on growing the network, which is the minting. So we're getting more people minting. We're getting more nodes uh, started on the network. And we're focused on getting the trade portal, accepting Litecoin, and getting a faster, cheaper way to trade directly from one chain to another with no centralized authority over any of it. No uh, assets that represent coins, nothing. You, We literally support the coins that we list. So we have a Bitcoin wallet inside of the portal UI. Uh, same thing will happen with Litecoin. So, yeah, it's uh, native support and cross-chain trades, complete individual sovereignty, and a secure infrastructure for people to build pretty much anything on in the near future. Awesome. This already went way over time. You That's all right. Uh, any more questions? <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was just I was just hearing you get through your, your spiel over there. Yeah, yeah. I was just going through the questions that people are asking because it's, yeah. As far as how long it takes to sync, it kind of depends on uh, your bandwidth and how many nodes you, or how many peers you allow it to connect to. The default, I think, is 15. Uh, and I think when I did it on a brand new machine on my fiber connection, it took me about six hours to get fully synced. You need at least five to, to start syncing, guys. So if you don't see it syncing... Because you need to yeah. be connected to five uh, updated nodes. And recently I have upped both the total amount of uh, core nodes and also the total amount of community nodes run by community members who allow port 12392 incoming so that people can connect out and connect in really easily. Awesome. Alright guys, I hope you learned something new today. There's something to look at. Uh, at the moment, a uh, cordal is something to look at.
you know, keep an eye on it. I think, it, I think, it, you know, the dev, the dev, the devs behind any project is what makes a project, right? What he believes, right? The direction he's going. It, so what he creates, like a, like a baker, right? Or an artist, what he creates, it, it'll transform into what he creates, right? Just like what JL77 creates, right? Or transforms into what he wants, uh, you know, which is privacy. So, you know, privacy is a big deal. There's also a chain bootstrap. Sorry, people are asking other questions. Yeah. There's also a chain bootstrap on the GitHub releases page for the core that I posted up there a, a little long, a little while ago. You can download that uh, bootstrap, unzip it with 7-zip, and replace your DB folder with it, and you'll start at block 171,000 as opposed to starting at zero. That will definitely speed things up. All right, guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the recording here. Everybody, thank you for joining us today. That's cordal.org uh, that that came in today to uh, visit us, and uh, thanks for thanks for uh, coming here. Uh, you you did a great job, Crow, explaining things. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, yeah, anyone from this community, come message me, and we'll get you started on Cordal. Yeah, his name is Croetic, guys, C-R-O-W-E-T-I-C, and, uh, you know, just send him a message. If he's Same name registered on the chain. If you get synced and get into QChat, you can message, send a new chat to Croetic, same spelling, lowercase, uh, and you can message me there on QChat. Yeah, you guys could, there's a messenger, it's like a live support system within the wallet. I mean, that's actually really great. Oh my god, that's amazing. Just people having support right there in the wallet once they get right. it working. That was the idea is because this, this system is highly reliant upon people communicating with each other, right? Because you have to communicate with someone in order to get a sponsorship key. So it only made sense for us to have a communications application inside of the UI at the same time. Eventually, we're going to get off of Discord completely, and I hope that we can bring you guys to QChat uh, once it's ready and can do all the things that Discord can do as well. Yep, so that's the dream, uh, that, and that's his dream, guys. I've known him, so I'm going to tell you, that's his dream. He wants, he wants an alternative place where people could talk, like Discord, and have all the functionality of Discord. So that's, what, that's most likely what, what this is going to shape into eventually. Uh, but it's uh, something to keep an eye on. I appreciate your time, Pro. Uh, everybody, thanks for coming today. Uh, we do this every week. Uh, I try to get somebody unique every week. Uh, so, uh, you know, 6.30 p.m. Wednesday, uh, don't be late. If you're late, that's okay. Uh, love you all. This is Luke signing out.